Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to a seemingly endless problem with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women transform their negative body image and obsession with weight into body confidence so that they can show up fully in their life and their career. And hey, if you would like more support in reducing your cravings so you can maintain a healthy weight for good, then I invite you to schedule a complimentary call with me. Um, On this call, I will share with you the exact blueprint you need to reduce your cravings for good. There's no obligation on this call, but if you would like to continue working with me, I would be happy to show you what that would look like. I only open up a few of these calls each week. So if you would like support in reducing your cravings, then head on over to my show notes and follow my calendar link and book a call. Okay, my friends, before we get onto the topic of the day, I do have to stop and celebrate that this is my 50th episode of the Lose Your Cravings podcast. So 50 little nuggets of information that I have shared with you on emotional eating, overeating, cravings, relationship around food, um, even like your, your body image, you know? Um, so I always, when I, sorry, when I, (laughs) when I meet with my clients, I always start with the wins, right? It's like, okay, what are your wins? And I think so often we, gloss over, you know, things that we have accomplished and things that, you know, may seem like to us, like, oh, well, it's just another episode. It's just another episode or, oh, I went out for a walk. I was supposed to do that. Right. But these are wins. Like every time you do something, we need to celebrate our wins. So I am celebrating a win right now, my friends, episode 50 right now. Okay. So on to our topic of the day. And that is, do you trust yourself around food? Now I want you to imagine that you stop all food rules in your life, whether you are eating low carb, low fat, high protein, cutting food groups or cutting specific foods or have any kind of food rules like time of eating, um, number of meals, let go of all of your food rules and tell me what would happen. What do you think would happen? What would you do if you had no rules or regulations around food? Now you are probably imagining yourself heading to the store, buying every type of Ben and Jerry's and eating them all, right? Or maybe it's every type of chips or every type of cookie or donut, right? And eating them all. Or you imagine yourself overeating chips or cake or pastries or whatever your food of choice is because you don't trust yourself around food, right? You feel that if you don't have rules or have a meal plan or diet or someone telling you what to eat, how much to eat and how often to eat, that you would just go balls to the wall and eat whatever the heck you wanted to. And I get it. I had the same fear. I feared that if I wasn't on a challenge or following some diet or meal plan that I would just find myself in a heap of cinnamon rolls and 50 pounds heavier overnight. Right. So I followed full food rules and bought into diet culture for years. So why don't we trust ourselves around food? Where does this come from? 
The number one reason why you don't trust yourself around food is that you have bought into diet culture for so long that you have lost touch with your intuition around food. And I want to preface this with, I am not here to blame anyone. No one is at fault. It's just the way it is. The diet industry is just trying to make money and we are just trying to lose weight, right? Diet culture teaches you that you need to eat this and not that, or eat at this time or eat this much throughout the day or this many meals, right? You start to rely on another person or diet to tell you what you need to eat, how much you need to eat and how often you need to eat. And in this process, you lose touch with your innate knowledge of what and how much you need to eat. You lose touch with your physical hunger cues as we are taught to ignore them when we go on a diet. Now, when we are born, (laughs) just the dog, when we are born, we have intuition with food, right? We know that our mother's milk or that we have mother's milk, we drink milk and we stop when we are full, right? We cry when we're hungry again. And then once again, stop when we are satisfied. If you've ever had a baby and fed them, they just stop. (laughs) They're just not 24 seven connected to either a bottle or a boob, right? They stop when they're full. You can't force a baby to take a bottle or drink from their mother. It just doesn't work. If you want to see true intuitive eating, then look at a newborn baby and how they eat when they are hungry and they stop eating when they're full. But it is as we grow up and enter social constructs that we start to lose touch with our intuition around eating. We start school and have specific times to eat, right? We go to the doctor and are told that we have high body fat percentage and that we need to lower our caloric intake. And this can happen at a very young age. We are influenced by people's comments, friends' comments, social media, media, TV shows, movies, and diet culture. We are slowly influenced on what to eat because food is a business and they advertise to kids as well as adults. They want you to eat their food and they will do anything to get you to buy their product. This brings in food companies and how they create food to hit pleasure sensors in our brains so that we want more. They use our primal instinct of craving sugar, salt, and fat to make us want to eat more of their product. When we're influenced by advertising, promising us, you know, happiness and bliss or acceptance and success, if we eat or drink their product, then we are not eating intuitively. We are not using our intuition to make the best decision for us. We are being swayed by marketing techniques as well as our dopamine response to eat and crave more food. So if you find yourself not trusting yourself around food and that you are constantly following some sort of diet challenge or plan, then I challenge you to start tuning into your body. Everybody's body is different and it will require a different amount of food 
different types of food and frequency of food in order to thrive. What I eat in a day may not be sustainable for you because of our biological differences. This is called bio-individuality. So I want you to understand that what works for your neighbor who swears by keto will not necessarily work for you. That the meal plan that promises weight loss might not be the best option for you. So this is where trusting yourself and tuning into hunger will support you in healing your relationship to food. So how do we start trusting ourselves around food? See, number one, you know what's best for your body. Let go of this idea that someone else knows best. Only you know what your body needs and you might not be in touch with it right now, but you must have the belief that you know what's best for your body, period. You must believe that. Okay. Number two, start to recognize your hunger types. We are so out of touch with our hunger types, especially our physical hunger and we don't know what physical hunger feels like in our body and how it is, how it is different than emotional hunger. So I invite you to get curious about your physical hunger and tune into it and honor it. Number three, recognize that there is no one perfect diet and that you need to find what works best for you. What amounts work best for you and how frequent should you eat? This is going to be different for you than it is for me. It will be different for you than it is for your partner or your best friend or your neighbor. So stop comparing yourself, right? And number four, I love this one, detox your social media. If you follow diet accounts or meal plan accounts and even health accounts, right? Then I suggest you go through and see how they are affecting your relationship with your with food and your trust of yourself around food. If they are selling a diet or a meal plan or a way of eating, then I suggest you stop following them. The same goes for body image, right? So now this isn't going to happen overnight, right? You're not gonna just all of a sudden wake up and trust yourself around food. Um, it takes time and constant work. You have probably been on some sort of diet or had some sort of food rules in your life for some time now, and this will take time to shift out of, but constant work over time will get you there. My friend, how do I know? <laughs> because I trust myself around food. I can have ice cream in the freezer and I know that I am not going to binge on it. I know that I am in control. And this is what I have helped my clients with. Okay. And I know that you can do this too. Okay. My friends, this is all I have for you today. If you like what you heard on this podcast, then I invite you to head on over to iTunes and leave an honest review. This helps us show up higher in the search results and therefore we can reach and help more people. I would greatly appreciate it. And join me for my next episode where we talk about deconditioning habits. Or in other words, how to stop doing something you are doing, but don't want to be doing. <laughs> okay, my friends, until next time. Bye.